Welcome to Dentai's Chats, where we give you five minutes of health news because you care about health, but you just don't want to spend too much time learning We about. will start by spending a tiny amount of time on the largest story of the week, which was a nothing story. The King v. Burwell Supreme Court decision, which went the way of the status quo. Subsidies will remain in the Affordable Care Act, regardless of what state you're in. You don't need, that's why nothing changes. That's it. We don't need to talk about it. Here's something else we can spend a tiny amount of time on, but is far more important to your day-to-day -day life, and that is sunscreen. When you are buying or using sunscreen this summer, make sure it is labeled broad spectrum. If your sunscreen does not offer broad spectrum protection, it is not protecting you from UVA rays, only UVB rays. And if you care about your skin, you should care about this distinction. I mean, that broad spectrum stuff could be legitimately tricky, especially when you have companies who are trying to market themselves and there's a bunch of terms on the label, you don't know what any of them mean. Here's something that should not be tricky. If you are wearing clothes that are so tight they cause you discomfort, stop wearing them. This seemed pretty obvious to me, yet reputable publications across the country were publishing stories about skinny jeans and how they may cause health hazards, citing some woman whose legs went numb and feet went numb and she could barely move and her pants had to be cut off because she spent all day in skinny jeans moving. Really? Then again, am I just as bad by regurgitating this story once more? Ah, the paradox of choice. We live in a country of freedom. We love to have the freedom to choose what we want. And yet, science continues to show that in the face of more choices, we have to deal with added stress and doubt and time and reduced happiness and so on and so forth. And that if you just gave me two jellies to choose from instead of 40, I would be happier. A continuation of some of these thoughts is that when someone else makes a choice for you, it might be better than if you make a choice for yourself, which seems very, very counterintuitive. Some participants in a study were given the choice as to which diet they would follow. Others were assigned a diet. Now again, if we just go back and think about this logically, especially when we throw in things that we know about diets, we know that just about every diet can work as long as someone sticks to it. And it would follow that you would be more likely to stick to that which you chose, which you had some investment in. And I think we know where this is all going. The people who did not choose their diet lost more weight, and the likelihood to stay on the diet was the same between the two groups. It would seem that there's not really that much to take from this study. It's an interesting aha surprise moment, but in terms of practical applicability, both the groups lost weight, it was pretty close, they both stuck on diets. What can this actually do for my own life? This is what I would propose it could do. Just have someone you trust pick your diet for you so you stop procrastinating and looking at all of the research about what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. Just have someone pick it for you. And then you also get a little social pressure boost that someone else has invested in your success and now you've got someone to report it to. I could see that being pretty beneficial if you could actually trust that other person and follow through, which would probably ruin this whole strategy, so maybe there's nothing that you could take from the study. Let's just move on. Speaking of an abundance of choices in diets, here's one that continues to gain traction in the scientific community. Fasting. And there are a lot of different ways that this has been proposed as an addition to someone's normal eating habits. In this most recent one, 
It was a five-day cycle of fasting-like behavior mixed in every month. So over those five days, you would eat between 1,000 and 750 calories, and then you would just resume your normal hopefully healthy diet for the other 25 days out of the month. This was run in humans after it had been run so successfully in mice. I mean, pretty much anything you could ever dream would happen as a result of a, a great dietary change happened with the mice. We're talking about improved metabolism. We're talking about longer lives, less cancer, improved cognitive function, less bone loss. I mean, just incredible. And with the humans, while we don't have the long-term study to see the full effects of it, so many of those risk factors for aging and diabetes and cardiovascular disease and cancer all drop with a diet that included five fasting days per month. So go and eat a little less and check out dentize.com.